This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey guys, quick thing. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> when you think you've seen everything this football club can do um uh, <laughs> they just find a way don't they they just find a way of making you look silly um hello and welcome to the guna talk back again with you guys for another show apologies that this isn't uh immediately after the game like normal it is a wednesday night game which is the worst possible time for me because i'm on shift at 101 from three o'clock in the afternoon until 11 p.m at night which it now is in the uk which is probably if you're wondering why i'm talking maybe slightly differently in a little bit of a lower tone with the microphone closer to my mouth it's because of course we have neighbors and i don't want to wake them up and i feel that's very wrong but i still want to give you guys a show so i'm going to be talking in a pretty dulcet tone um so if you enjoy the voice congratulations you've got me talking in a very low register for the rest of the show i hope you are well i hope you're doing good um it I am so kind of, it's a really annoying game. It's a great game and an annoying game for many reasons. Obviously, we think about the fact that we've now done the double over Chelsea in a season which was horrific. It is the worst season of my lifetime by an exceedingly long distance. Um, I can't remember a season that I've enjoyed less than this. Um, and yet, Arsenal can go and beats the Champions League and FA Cup finalists twice. Um, And whilst the performance today will be one that is really heavily criticised, that is for sure, um, by a large proportion, I feel, of the fan base, I don't think it is one to be criticising at all. Um, I'm I'm happy with how we played. I'm happy seeing a really good defensive display because sometimes that's what you need to do against big six sides is because we've gone to places like Liverpool and we've gone to places like City. We've gone to Chelsea and we've tried to play. We've tried to play time and time again. But we showed against Villarreal that right now, with what's available to us, we can't score too many goals and we can't create too many goals. So if you're gifted a chance in the 16th minute if you've got an opportunity to try and hold on to that lead for as long as possible, don't go and grab the second. Only if there's a very small chance of that happening, go and try and get it. Don't do that. Because if you go and do that, 
<laughs> you're going to concede. You're going to leave yourself open at the back. And that is, for me, a fine display. It's not one to get carried away about. Don't get me wrong. It's certainly not one I'm going to be writing home about as a, an amazing performance. But we got the job done. Um, and we got a situation done where I really didn't see this game being anything other than a loss. Um, and it's also, it, whilst I don't want to go over the top, and I think it's important to try and keep perspectives in this, it really, really is. And it's difficult to do that um, as an Arsenal fan because you love to get carried away, of course. Um, and you love to rub it into the Chelsea fans because London's still red. Until you start winning as many titles as we've got, you can stay in your corner. You stay in your corner because, uh, you know, Arsenal are going to pop up and keep reminding you of your, how many trophies they've won in comparison to yourselves. I want to show you this. <laughs> I want to show you this um, because this came up on Sky Sports. Thank you, Sky Sports, for this graphic. Um the race for Europe and Arsenal aren't even last in this, which is crazy. Um, so you've got obviously the Europa League, the Champions League, and and the Europa Conference. Now, how this is going to work is obviously the top four going to the Champions League, fifth and sixth place will get Europa League, and seventh place will go into the Europa Conference. Now, I would not have ever thought about doing this if we'd have lost today and I didn't or drawn today because it would have been pointless because what we're never going to get we're never going to get there but Arsenal now have two games left against Crystal Palace away which is notoriously a game that we struggle in and Brighton at home again a notoriously a game that we struggle in and yet we've managed to win against Chelsea and it's put into it's put us into a position where we can get a maximum of 61 points this season to get into sixth place, you need to rely on Liverpool losing three of their games. Um, you have to rely on Liverpool losing against Crystal Palace and Burnley and Man United. They're not going to lose against West Brom. That's not going to happen. The only way that Arsenal gets sixth is if Liverpool um, lose all three of their games. You've also got to hope that Spurs lose um, twice in this as well. Uh, but... I don't know why. It's not a case of me doing this to myself and talking me into it, but it is very important to not write everything off just yet. You know, it's. Just, I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> I can hear myself talking. I'm just like, why? Why is he doing this? Um, if West Ham lose two of their games, um, we can go above them and they are not playing very well right now and you never know. Um, <laughs> I can't. Oh, dear. Uh, Spurs have got a very, very difficult run in for themselves. And you can see them dropping points. Mate, why am I doing this? <laughs> I said to myself, I was like, right, you're going gonna to do this video. You're going to talk about the run in and you're going to try and put on <laughs> a confident persona. But I can't. I just keep, st I can't stop laughing at it. Um, We'll get that off the screen because I don't feel like I'm going to be able to carry on with the show if I do. We're going to get your comments now um, and your thoughts and your feelings about Arsenal and the situation into the chat box. Mr. Joker says, we've turned this fixture into a six-pointer, Tom. Credit where credit is due. Yeah, definitely, mate. 100%. I love the positivity. Always love it. Tulip says, what about Chelsea and Leicester finishing top four? Then City and Chelsea will automatically qualify through the Champions League. Also, the FA Cup and Europa League qualification. Yeah. So with all of that happening and Leicester winning, even if Leicester win the FA Cup or Chelsea, 
fourth and fifth, uh, sorry, fifth and sixth get Europa League. Seventh place gets the uh, UEFA Conference. Now, that's something that we may have to do a video before the final game of the season if that's still a feasible thing for Arsenal to achieve. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, I know a lot of people don't want it. But for me, if you're offering me a route to throw the youngsters into a tournament and to see how they might get on, why the hell not? Why not? Why the hell not have that there as an extra route to, to bed in Balogun more and bed in Aziz and give these guys more chances? Maybe even if we keep Nelson, which I still think is a, a long stretch, but giving him time, building up consistency, not throwing in your first team squad, save that for the Premier League, but it's money. It's a European competition. It's crap. <laughs> I'll be real with you. Um, but it's one for the uh, youngsters to play in, and it's a route to give them some European experience. Uh, so, yeah, some people would say maybe it's good for us to have a season out of Europe. I just don't like that idea. I really, really don't like that idea. Um, I don't like Arsenal not being in Europe at all. Um, so if there's any way for Arsenal to get back into it, maybe this is the only way for it to happen. We'll have to wait and see. Um, but yeah, let's let's see what you guys are saying in the chat box a little bit more. Peter Gordon says, if Chelsea win the Champions League and finish fifth, seventh place turns into a Europa spot. I think eighth would still be no Europe. If Chelsea win the Champions League and finish fifth, then obviously there'll be five teams from Europe in the Champions League. You can only have... You can only have seven teams from one country in Europe. I'm pretty sure that's the case. So seventh place wouldn't be a Europa League spot. I'm pretty sure it would be a, a conference spot and then you'd lose a place from the Europa League because I'm sure that you can only have seven teams from one country in European competitions. So it would be five in the Champions League and two in, well, one in the Europa and one in the conference. I'm pretty sure that's the way it works because it's always been that way as far as I've known it, that you can only have seven. It doesn't keep on knocking them forwards. You can. It's like you can only have, if someone won the Champions League and finished outside the top four and someone finished outside the top four and also won the Europa League, it means that fourth spot loses that Europa, that Champions League position because you can only have a maximum of five teams from one country in the Champions League. So it's complicated. We'll We'll face that when we come to it. But... What we've done tonight is we've given ourselves a chance at something, maybe, if a lot of things go our way, which this season, with how it's played out, with how it's happened, you never know. But it's given us an incentive to go to Crystal Palace and try and get a win this weekend, or rather next Wednesday. I don't think we've got a game this weekend. So that's what we've got to aim for. That's what we've got to try and do, is, is next Wednesday, we go to Palace and we have to try and get a result. Again, it's going to be one of these rubbish shows where I'm sitting there at 11 o'clock, I might be in absolute state because we've lost or we've actually given ourselves a chance. But that's what we've got to try and do is we've just got to try and give ourselves a chance next Wednesday. That's what we need to do. Uh, Vinay says, if we get Europa League in the end, Arteta is so lucky. You can call it lucky or you can call it what it is, which is that they didn't give up when everything seemed a little bit lost. So there is that. MAR reaction says, Tom, that was a hard-fought match. Oh, mate, it was, it was painful to watch. I, I do think that people are over-criticizing us for winning a game. I don't care. It's not changed my stance on the coach right now. I still think he should have gone after Villarreal. But three points is three points, and you've got to give credit where it's due. Um, 
it's as simple as that. You've got to you've got to turn around and say, look, if we don't get that goal in the 16th minute, the game probably plays out differently. But Arsenal got a lead that wasn't very expected at all in that early on in the game, and they sat back and they dealt with it and they absorbed pressure. How many times have teams against us scored a goal and absorbed pressure for the rest of the game and won and got points over us? How many times? Isn't it nice to do it against them for once and against Chelsea of all teams? That that for me is what's really key. Um, ASC Tommy says there's a lot of confusion around the European spots isn't there <laughs> loads mate absolutely loads I, no one knows what's going on no one knows we'll, we'll focus on it if it comes to it we'll focus on it if Arsenal can ever get into it that's what we need to focus on Mitchell says uh, you'll have to give credit when you beat Chelsea regardless of what you think about the manager Zamir says show me the Villa game without showing me the Villa game <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just the opposite um I mean, what what's going to really frustrate me about this season is that we will look back on it and we'll look back at games that we drop points in or we'll look back on fine margins. We'll look back on VAR mistakes. We'll look back on injuries that have cost us. Because if we finish like a point, a couple of points off a European spot this season, we are going to look back. And there is going to be an element of me that goes, we've been a hella unlucky. I'll just say the word hella. Jesus Christ. We've been really unlucky this season. Um, and there's going to be part of me that goes, but we've also been absolutely dreadful and we haven't deserved to be in Europe this season, but neither have a lot of other teams. It's been a really weird, weird season. So that's something that you have to think about. Cayman Guna, thank you so much for the donation. says, thank you for your, your dedication, Tom. Right after a shift, double over Chelsea. Our season is a success. Smash that like button yeah. <laughs> i think you're going a little bit far there mate a little bit far too far but i will look back on the season and i'll look at the games against wolves i'll look at the game against villa i'm going to look at the game against everton i mean that game against everton christ we could have put ourselves in a really good position if we would have won that game now you look at the game against burnley where we drop points in that match you look at the games that at the start of the season in the first half of the season where we were absolutely awful because we didn't bring in a creative midfielder at the end of the summer window and that cost us really really cost us um yeah <laughs> um i'm just seeing these comments coming through about yeah yeah i'm never saying that word again ever ever i don't know why i don't know where it came from i don't know where that came from it must be i'm so tired i'm not speaking comprehensively anymore um tulip says if uefa removes the conference word i won't mind if we enter the league <laughs> which is fair enough um uh, mini boss says don't you think a transition period should be starting from zero so no Europa. I mean, mate, we've been going through a transition period for, what, five years or longer? <laughs> There's no starting from zero. I don't think there is a starting from zero again. Um, so it, Arsenal just need to improve. They need to invest. They need to get a better squad. And they maybe probably need to get a better coach, but he's not going anywhere at the moment. So we just got to hope, fingers crossed, he can come good and turn things around. Uh, Charlie says, Gabriel's performance today justifies Arteta benching him with the prior games. Wow, that is very, very harsh. He was playing in a role that he's never played before for Arsenal at the left of a back three. So I think that's harsh. And I think that ultimately he, he isn't playing too well with Rob Holding. Um, and I thought he did okay, to be honest. He just dealt with the balls that he needed to deal with. 
Um, I thought Saka was quite poor today. I thought Smith Rowe was great, really put a shift in. Holding dealt with everything that he needed to. Erdegaard did. Elneny was brilliant, by the way. I, I give Elneny a lot of criticism, but Elneny was great. Really, really good today. There was one moment where he nearly messed up in his own half. But other than that, really, really good. Defensively solid. Ran about like an absolute stabbed rat. Really, really did. Was really fantastic. Um, so much appreciated uh, that performance from him. Um, I can't blame Saka because he was playing him at right back or right wing back, if you want to call it that. Really weird decision. You've got three right backs on the bench and you play Saka there, which is very strange. Very, very strange indeed. Uh, Tim O'Brien says, in reality, Tom, is the dream of finishing in the top seven or preventing the neighbours from getting into Europe? Dare we dream of doing both? If we, I mean, I've said this the other day, is that I'm an Arsenal fan and ingrained in me being an Arsenal fan is always going to be a want and a need and a, a tribal feeling of wanting to finish above Spurs. To cost them a European place in the whole of Europe would be great. We can do it. It's going to require some help from Wolves and Villa and from Leicester, but we can do it. They haven't got Mourinho anymore. They've got a very inexperienced coach, and we know what that's about, and they drop in points left, right, and centre. They did against Leeds. They didn't threaten, and they are going to be down, and they're going to be feeling the pressure. And you, as an Arsenal fan, speaking to you, you should be back in this Arsenal team to finish above Spurs and you should be wanting them to finish above Spurs because you're an Arsenal fan. That's just the way it goes. You support this team through the thick and the thin, but anytime and always, you should want Arsenal to finish above Spurs. It's as simple as that. It's just the way that it goes, the way that we want this game, this team, this club to move forward is always above Spurs as a priority. Absolutely. Uh, Edward says, until we get a solid right back and put together a quality midfield, I think we should stick to this back three. Um, I think it suited us in this game. I don't want to see it against Crystal Palace. I want to go back to the back four. Um, hopefully, Tierney is back fully fit because he still doesn't seem to be completely at it, but he was a lot better than he was against Villarreal. Um Chambers, I think, has to come back in for Bellerin seems injured right now. Um Marie, I, I was really impressed with. I thought he was calm on the ball. I thought he dealt with things. So he probably starts alongside holding and Gabriel's dropped again. Pepe was benched today. I'd like to see him come back in over Erdogan, who I thought struggled. Um, Smith Rowe plays all the time, but Pepe needs to come in for him. I'd start Lacazette personally over Aubameyang, uh, just because I think he gives you a little bit more in those games. Um, it's a tricky one. Saka still plays at right wing. Shaka and Partey in the middle. Um yeah, Jacker. obviously, if he's back fit, we don't really know the situation in Granite Jacker. But uh, in a game today, we it didn't feel like we missed him, which has been something that we have done over a long time, is missed Granite Jacker. So, yeah. Um, I did see, Chris, I did see uh, Arteta's post-match press conference. He wasn't happy with being taken out of context. I, I don't know if he was taken out of context. He probably was done. It was his words. Um, some of his words were questionable and I would <sighs> there's part of me that wants to turn around and go yeah of course like blame the media for taking things out of context but I think it was very easy to to, to, to kind of take the words that he said in, in the way that he said them and the way that most people interpreted them so I think that was more on him fair enough for coming out and 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 saying it as it is and, and correcting himself rather than letting it lie and open to interpretation but yeah I did see that 
fair play to him, but I think that there was more kind of his mistakes than, than there's. John says, you damn... Jo- hey, don't blame me. <laughs> I didn't do it. I just report to what goes on, mate, always. Tseng Wang says, Aubameyang's reaction is a major concern for me, being our top player and most importantly our captain. It's not for me. I want our players to play and I want our players to want to play. If he's annoyed about coming off, great. That's good news for me. I want our players. I don't want a bit, I don't want a player to be happy about being substituted. Why would why would I be happy about that? I'm glad that he's annoyed. I'm glad that he wants to fight to get and start and play the 90 minutes. He's coming back from a really horrible illness that does really take you lost four kilos of mass during the time he had malaria. So Give him a little bit of time. He'll be back. He'll be fine. I thought it was the right sub. I thought Arteta made the right subs during the game. To be honest, he was fine. His in-game management was good today, which is something that he's not had so far this season. So I was impressed with that. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, Aditya says, good that it was annoyed coming off. 100%. It was really, really good. Uh, Adam says, no win is meaningless. Uh, Wins breed confidence. The European competition, no matter how meaningless, can be used to bring through the next Saka or a Smith Rowe. Good point. Um, Texas says, the Euro media media is brutal though, Tom. We know that. He addressed it head on and good for him. We need more fight in our team, no matter what that fight is towards. Fair enough. Fair points. Anyway. Um, it was only going to be a short one because I'm on quite late. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Make sure you tune in for that for the latest Arsenal transfer news. If you haven't already checked out the video we did earlier on today, we did a video looking at the entire Arsenal squads. Basically, you guys are in control. You all voted on players keep or sell, and we broke them down uh, in really kind of in-depth detail. Uh, so make sure you check that out. I've, I've written a, an associated piece that's going to come out in a three-part series. You can find that on the Guna Talks Twitter account at the Guna Talk TV. Um, but yeah, it's it's great. We're beating Chelsea twice. Absolutely buzzing with that. Um, it's a nice way we're ending the season, even though it's been awful. But just keep back in the team, guys. And as long as we can keep fighting, maybe we can come above Spurs. That would be fantastic. And we've done, you know, we've done Leicester a favour to finish in the top four, which I don't really mind too much. I'd rather them than some of the others, that's for sure. I'll see you again tomorrow morning, 8am. Sorry for talking so quietly, but it's a late here and I'm only being considerate to those around me. Um, so I'll see you again very, very soon. It's been a pleasure to speak to you as always and as always of the Arsenal. It's the 90-plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18-plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.